Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome back to episode number 35 of Inbound Sales Journey. I'm your host, Gray McKenzie. I am here with Ryan Herman, my co-host. And today, I'm excited to be diving into personality and flexibility as it relates to sales folks in the inbound space. That in and of itself might not sound that exciting, but I'm real excited to get into what Ryan has. Now, if you missed last week's episode, last Wednesday, episode number 34, we walked through pricing retainers and what it looks like to price inbound partnerships if you are working on the sales side and dealing with consumers. Obviously, that that's a topic that impacts your whole agency. So you want to give that one a listen for sure if you missed it and pass that around to the other folks at the agency and if you have any ideas on how you've done that, uh, we'd love to hear that. Today, what we're going to be diving into is Ryan's going to share some of the stuff that he's learned when it comes to personality as a salesperson and how to identify personalities of consumers and a tool that he has used to do that in dealing with prospects. So, Ryan, I'm going to let you take it away, introduce the different types and how this relates to selling inbound services. All right, great, great. Well, this is actually something I'm really excited to talk about. There was a training that I went through when I was uh, selling houses that talked a lot about personality and selling, and it's something that I've tried to bring over to the agency. And I think this is really important when you when you start to think about your salespeople. Everyone has a different personality; they have a different style when it comes to selling. But some people naturally don't mesh well together. And I mean that in, if you think about, you know, certain people that you tend to be friends with have a lot of similar personalities or traits, similarities. And then there's people, you know, that, that have a certain personality that might rub you the wrong way. And in in sales, it's, it's very similar. There's different types of buyers out there that some of them mesh well with certain types of salespeople and, and vice versa. So the key is to try to figure out how do I identify what type of personality I'm dealing with here on the other end of the phone, or if you're meeting in person, even better, it makes it a little bit easier. But how do I identify what type of personality they are? And then how do I myself try to change not who you are as a person, but your personality to match uh, and mesh with that person? Because what you're doing, if you're if you're not identifying personalities and changing your presentation of your solution or going through and, and how you talk with them, if you're not addressing that, if you're not changing that, you're what essentially you're doing is you are segregating yourself from a specific type of buyers. And if you can't be flexible, it's going to be harder for you to connect because sales is all about relationship, trust, connection. So you, you want to try to avoid any barriers to help further that along. So that's why we wanted to address this today and talk about this. I've, had, I've talked with a bunch of agency owners and, and they'll talk to me about, you know, they think they have a, a good salesperson, but they're struggling in this area or salespeople will say, hey, you know, these types of people or, you know, I, I struggle to connect with them. So do you have any tips for how to do that? So there are a few different systems out there to help identify personality, but an easy one that I think is also very accurate is called the BOLT system. 
Now, the Bolt system was created by a guy named Charles Clark, and I've actually met Charles, and he came in and flew in and spoke uh, at a conference that I was in and kind of gave us a firsthand explanation. He wrote a book that kind of goes through that that, that you guys can purchase, but he came through and gave uh, kind of a, a presentation of how this works and why this is important. So I wanted to run through how Charles distinguishes personality types and how you can think about this as you try to sell to people. So what he does is he uses animals, and BOLT stands for bulls, owls, lambs, and tigers. And he tries to identify people's personalities alongside these different animals. So if you think about, we'll start with the first one is a bull. A bull-type person is someone who essentially wants to get to the bottom line, get to the point. They want to be the the lead negotiator there. They're kind of that no-nonsense business-type person. They're someone who's going to ask a direct question, and they're going to want a direct response. All right? So that's the bull. That's the first person. An owl is your analytical type of person. All right, Grace? So that's that's you. That's the person who does the, the research. They're detail-oriented. They want logic. They want order. And when they're trying to make a purchasing decision, what they're going to be doing is they're going to be looking at many options. They're going to be comparing the pros and cons or, you know, one of those people that makes that pros and cons list and goes through and really identifies what is the logical step, next step, or the logical solution for what I'm looking for. No way. Man, that's not me. <laughs> that is literally Greg. Greg, you are only usually people are a combo of two animals. You're you're just that one. You're just an owl. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. You're a little bit of a lamb as well. The lamb's the next one. A lamb is someone who doesn't like a ton of conflict. Actually, Gray, I guess you're all right with addressing conflict. You need to, to be that way as a leader. But they like to please people. They like to make people happy. This person tends to be someone who takes a while to make up their mind. So you can see some owlish tendencies in the people who are lambs. But essentially, these are you know your real friendly, kind of soft-spoken people over the phone, like the, the conversation the, to, to build the relationship, get to know you. They're not people that are going to be coming in right away, asking very you know direct questions like the bulls and trying to figure out you know what you know what, what's the, I want my direct answer. I want it now. They're, they're going to get to know you a little bit better. And then the last one is a tiger. Now a tiger is. I like to think of it, it's like the person who's distracted by the shiny objects, you know, the the people that you know like that in your life. They're kind of all over the place, have maybe a little ADD uh, to them, but they're expressive, they're fun-loving. They tend to be a little bit more impulsive and excitable. See, they'd start talking kind of a mile a minute, and they're maybe good encouragers or good good people at getting, uh, you know, the the party going, that kind of thing. That would be your tigers. So those are your, your four basic types of personalities. Now, like I said before, Gray, most people will fall into a couple categories. So for example, myself, I am a bull tiger. So I like directness. I like kind of a quick negotiation process, probably because I'm in sales and I'm just trying to get things done and, and move on to the next thing. But I don't like a ton of back and forth. I'm not a very analytical person, detail-oriented type of person. I'm more of a high-level view type of person. But I'm also a little bit of a tiger. So along with that, I'm a little bit more expressive. I'm, I'm pretty enthusiastic, and I try to pair that into my sales approach. Now, Gray, you are the owl lamb. So you're the analytical person and the person who really cares. Uh, not that I don't care, but you care a lot about the personal relationships that that kind of getting to know people at a, at a deeper level. And what you find is if I'm trying to sell to you, you are one of the hardest people for me to sell to. 
And the reason being is if I'm trying to approach sales from a bull tiger perspective, and you are trying to approach your purchase from an owl lamb perspective, you're not going to move quick enough for me, and I'm going to move too fast for you. And if I can't be flexible to selling to you in the way you want to be sold to, we're going to run into problems. And very quickly, you're going to be turned off by my approach and how I'm trying to present things to you. So the key that you need to to have in your mind and that your salespeople need to have in your mind is I need to first know who I am. So you need to figure out which of these animals you identify with, which of your personalities you are, because then you're going to know who you connect with well, and then you're going to know who you do not connect with well. After you know and you're self-aware of who you are, you need to start practicing to try to figure out what type of person am I speaking to. All right. So most people, they're going to give some, they have some tells, if you will, like if you're playing poker, you have some tells for people that you're going to help get you to, to who you're dealing with quickly. And you just look for some of the traits I just went over. So the bulls are the, you know, someone's very direct. They just want answers. They're searching for quick information, probably a bull. Owls are going to ask you a million questions, shoot you a million emails after you hang up on the phone, trying to get everything, all their ducks in a row in orders. Lambs are going to be probably a little bit less committed, just trying to get to know you. They're going to sound a little softer spoken on the phone, really pleasant type of people. And then your tiger is just that person that's talking a mile a minute really excited, expressive, and fun-loving. So that, those are some keys for you to think about when I'm starting to listen to people. So what you need to do is I need to try to quickly identify who I am listening to, and then I need to work on myself, on my personality, and I need to try to mirror what this person is doing. So on the phone, and this is going to be a little bit tough at first, it's something that takes practice, but if I'm a bull and I'm trying to sell to a lamb or an owl, there's going to be natural conflict. But if I can slow myself down, if I can try to give them more information, take my time, show patience with them, try to even change the tone of my voice, go from, oh, I'm talking really fast and I'm really excited and I'm getting you what you need to slowing down, taking a breath, you know, talking with them kind of at their pace, mirror things like that, you're going to have a lot more success in connecting with that type of person. And the goal here is how do I become a good salesperson to more than just the people who are like me? How can I change myself and my approach to fit the mold with everyone? And that's gray where I think as salespeople, you know, when I'm initially learning how to sell things, that's maybe not, you know, it's a little bit more of an advanced practice. But if you're trying to kind of take your sales abilities to the next level, you need to have the control over yourself to start to mirror, to start to, to change your approach to fit the type of person that you're trying to sell with, not take the same consistent approach every single time. So hopefully that was kind of a thorough, but not too confusing of a, of a walkthrough there. If you guys have questions or you kind of want to see what this Bolt system is about, if you go to personalityselling.com, on there, Charles kind of walks you through what that system is. I know that he's written a book as well. I might put links to those things, Gray, in the show notes so people can see this as well uh, on the website. But try to get your salespeople to that next level of not always talking, not always presenting in the same way, but but really focusing on on, on mirroring and, and changing things up to fit the prospect, the type of prospect that they're talking to. Any questions or do you, anything that I need to clarify there, Gray, from what you were listening to? 
Ryan, I have a couple questions. And that website, by the way, I'm on it right now, and it is uh, it needs a little love. So if anyone out there wants to get in touch, <laughs> it with, does. Wants to get in touch with Charles. Just kidding. But that is, I mean, this is, I think, super helpful information for folks. I do have a couple questions. One is, is there a combination, or are, are there some combinations that you see more commonly than others, like bull tiger, for example, and owl lamb? Are those combinations that happen more frequently than, say, owl bull or something like that? Yeah, so most people, I think, I think bull tiger and lamb owl go together pretty well. There might be, Charles showed us a chart when he came in and, and kind of when he was trying to help people figure out what they are to, to place. And there was uh, definitely some more commonalities and some that were a little bit more rare together. That's not to say, though, there are people, you know, this is, there's a lot of different personalities in the world. There are people that are every combination of this. But I think if you think about, you know, a lot Logically, for someone to be a bull lamb would be pretty rare, right? A lamb who wants to avoid conflict and takes, you know, typically a long time to make up their mind and is really big on, you know, a little more soft-spoken and big on uh, relationships is probably not going to be the person who is trying to get to the point quickly and, and wants to control the negotiation. There may be some people like that, but that would be more of a rare case. You know, that, that would be a combo that doesn't go together quite as well. An owl who's really analytical is probably not going to be the impulsive, excitable one uh, that a tiger is. So those would be a little bit more rare to see those things together. Right. So, Ryan, at the time that we are recording this right now, you have been doing most of the personal demo sales on the do inbound side of things. So this question may not be that helpful, but mostly my goal here is just I I think this could be entertaining slash interesting for me to know (laughs) what what your read is. I'm curious to know out of the agency owners, because typically you're demoing the platform and walking through this with the owner of an agency. Sometimes there's the whole team on the call. Sometimes it's just the owner or managing partner or something. But what are you finding is the, if you had to say, here's the predominant personality type, what would you say? And that's a good question. I would say that most people that seem to be agency owners would fall into a tiger bull or combination of the two type of person. It seems like they have uh, a lot of personality, but I think that if you think about personality from a leadership perspective, someone who's going to be heading up an, an agency, having some of those tendencies are going to be very important. Now, what I will say, though, is is this. It's a bit of a skewed data because if I'm talking, a lot of agencies have more than one person who's kind of in either they have a co-founder or they have someone, they might not be a co-founder, but someone who's very high up. What you will find is most people will pick a personality type that is opposite of them. So an example, Gray, is you are the co-founder of an agency. So is Andrew. He's your co-founder. Andrew is a bull tiger. Absolutely. And you are an owl lamb. And if you think about starting a business, you're going to find that if you think about marriage, most people will also pick someone opposite for them. Monica, my wife, is very much uh, a lamb owl. And then I am a bull tiger. Gray, I don't know, you know, for, for you and Julie... I guess you and Julie would maybe be a little bit more similar, but most people are going to find someone different to start a business with. Most people are going to find a spouse that's a little bit different as well. Nice. Man, 
the whole personality thing, there's so much to be explored and learned there. Ryan, I think this was super helpful to break it down. I'd love to hear from folks. I think it'd be entertaining just to get get emails. If you're listening to this right now, shoot us an email, just our first names at doinbound.com and let us know what personality type you are and whether you're familiar with this framework or not. So the first time I'd heard about it was was from Ryan when he first came on board at Guava Box. Great. There's a lot of different kind of systems like this for trying to break down personalities. But this is kind of a nice, fun, easy one to, to go through. But it when Charles first came up there, I was kind of thinking, you know, I, I don't know how accurate this is going to be. I don't know if this is really going to be helpful. And this was actually like a huge game changer for me and in really training myself to to change how I approach different people and really listening for things on a call. And that was even from transferring over from every all of my sales being in person to trying to figure this out over the phone was a little bit of a challenge. But on the website uh, that Charles has there, personalityselling.com, he breaks down some of the, the ways that you can identify people uh, within the first couple minutes of meeting them and figure out what type of personality they are. And it was you know funny, he broke down for us how people shake hands is going to be different whether people wear undershirts or not is you know it's just like kind of funny things but they they it was crazy how accurate a lot of these things are so yeah i would say get the book if you'd like go check out the website at least and try to to get that salesperson to that next level of of being a bit of a chameleon and adapting themselves to who they're speaking with awesome well good stuff ryan let's wrap up here as always, if you have any feedback, you can head over to the show notes at doinbound.com slash sales journey and leave it in the comments section there. Um, the other thing that we have for you in addition to the show notes is we've put together a list of the common objections that we've heard when selling inbound services. And we have put together not just the questions, but also kind of a short form summary of the answers that we've given throughout season two of this podcast and the first half of season three. And you can grab the entire ebook with the answers at doombound.com slash objections ebook. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Next week is a topic I'm excited to dive into. We're going to talk about cold calling versus cold emailing. And should you do either one? And we will see you then. Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash sales journey. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash sales journey. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe. Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.